the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing more. Thanks for being patient. Had a few days off as I was back home visiting the mother. The mother unit, the maternal unit, as I referred to her as a child, because I'm all that and a bucket of chicken. Um, Aging socks. She's 82 years old, has diabetes, has bad foot. Fortunately, she's got enough money. I couldn't imagine not being able to have her in a nursing home where she gets uh, someone stopping by every day to give her shots of insulin and such. Um, That's why I do this show. It's not because I have a mother issue or a daddy issue. It's because I kind of want people to have a good, respectable quality of life in retirement. I do a lot of uh, this show because retirement should be the golden years, right? So I saw my mom in there. I can tell you there's just tons of stuff wrong with the system, right? 82, 83 years old. Um, not enough visitors. People assume she's worse off for wear, and she wasn't that bad. Um, but, again, she's, she's lucky because she has funds, if that makes sense. I see so many people, and I talked to some yesterday, uh, that just aren't prepared for retirement. Just not repaired. They're re- they're prepared for Thanksgiving. They've spent their their money, so to speak. They've got the meal ready to go, so to speak. And Thanksgiving dinner costs less than fifty dollars for most Americans. The average Thanksgiving dinner. You know, it's kind of interesting. I I have an opinion on the show, and I kind of stretch the content as far as I can. I don't know if I even like Thanksgiving meals, right? When you get right down to it, isn't turkey pretty darn bland? But the average Thanksgiving dinner still costs less than $50 for Americans. But all the bounty of the annual feast, um, not a lot of profits. Not a way to figure out the ways to make money. Now, the day after, we're going to see if UPS and FedEx has got their game on by Monday. After Black Friday hits and Cyber Monday sets us up to start analyzing you know, the 
after effects of the storm. So the average Thanksgiving meal costs $48.91. That's a penny more than last year. A whole penny. Now, if you're in the business of putting turkey and stuffing and sweet potatoes and rolls of butter and peas and cranberries and a veggie tray out all day, maybe a pumpkin pie, whipped cream, coffee for dessert. That's all the trimmings. $48.91. And that's only a penny above last year. How do the people making this turkey and stuffing and sweet potatoes and rolls and cranberries and peas and veggie tray, how do they make money? How are they doing year over year? If you're not seeing inflation on the cost, are they you know, raising birds for cheaper? There's a lot going on. If you go back all the way to 2000, uh, there's not a lot of inflation in the cost of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is obviously a holiday about giving thanks. Um, I'm thankful for the stock market this year. Thank you. Is that fair? What are you thankful for? I get a lot of chirpy. I don't get a lot of chirpy. I get one chirpy listener who doesn't like what I do. And uh, I hope he's thankful for something. Many Americans are going to purchase canned cranberry sauce or jelly as opposed to buying fresh cranberries. I, I don't get cranberry. It's one of those foods I just don't get. Americans continue to enjoy the most affordable food supply in the world. Interesting, right? Let's stop and gobble that one for uno momento. Americans enjoy the most affordable food supply in the world. I think I'm thankful for that, too. A lot of times on this show, and watch out, you may have to hit the dumb button. Uh, I say, I'm thankful I was born on a coast. I'm thankful I was born to parents who expected me to go to college. I'm thankful I was born into a culture where capitalism competition helped shape who I was. But I just offended some people in the Midwest. Better hit the dumb button. I think if I was born in the Midwest, like Mississippi, I would probably be buried in my high school sweetheart and probably about 270 pounds. I'd probably work at a car dealership or an auto parts supplier. And I'd probably be the guy who continues to hit the the keys on the keyboard while you're trying to pick up a a headlight and he seems to clash the keys like 97 billion times for a freaking light bulb, right? Really? Really? I think I could use less sound effects. Americans continue to enjoy the most affordable food supply in the world. Now, Okay, let's think about that uno momento. Food supply, right? There's people that, that, farmers, let's say they're on one end and your belly's on the other end. Farmers only realize about eight cents of every dollar consumers spend on food goes to farmers. So there's not a lot of profit being a farmer. And then we start getting into political statements as well, you know? Of um, factory farming and situations like that. But... We have the most affordable food chain, and it's one of the reasons we're a powerful country. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons we're a powerful country. The fact that we're a nation that's fairly young, and we were founded on incredibly cheap labor, i.e. slavery, it 
it helped to get things up and going. And then the war wasn't in our backyard. So we set up factories to, to make war machines. And then when the war was over, we had all these factories. And we're like, our cities didn't get destroyed like Europe. What are we going to do with these factories? And we're like, let's Americanize them. And let's put dishwashers in everyone's house. And let's put washing machines in everyone's home. So we've got a pretty good thing. All things considered as far as the country goes. And a big part of it's the infrastructure. And the fact that I could say we have the most affordable food supply contributes to why you want to invest in America or the United States or North America, if you will, or the S&P 500. When I say the word invest, I just implied putting your money to work into American companies. I still feel that, that, that affordability in the food supply is a big thing. If you look at Europe... Uh-oh, watch out, I'm an offender European. I'll get suspended. If you look at Europe, they're a country that, that does much better socially speaking for the, their people. And did I call them a country? They're a group of countries, is probably the better way of saying it. And not all, all the countries are great, and there's a lot of corruption in Europe. Uh-oh, I just pissed off someone who thinks I made a mafia reference. Ah. Uh, um, but the corruption in Europe isn't it's it's their regulation. They don't let companies get away with what they do in the United States, and that's another reason why I'm a big fan of investing in North American countries. I'm not in this to be cute. I'm not in this to be socially conscious or responsible. I'm in this to get you to retirement so that you don't have to live like my mother. My best advice to you is uh, keep your weight down and brush your teeth. Because those are two things that uh, age you very, very, very badly. So we're pretty lucky we're not, well, as far as investors go. And again, if you want to move to Europe, move to Europe. I'm totally cool with that social aspect of it. But 30. from the business standpoint, there's a little bit more socialism going on and a little less capitalism. And then you get China, and it's a little bit of capitalism mixed in with a lot of communism. So I'm pretty thankful to invest in the United States. And again, congratulations. The market hit another record high. I'm Rob Black. Making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Hi, I'm Rob Black. Kind and gentle. I love Thanksgiving. The financial lessons that I learned on Thanksgiving... Don't surprise me. Hopefully they don't surprise you all. Um, I've seen some great drama on Thanksgiving, to be quite honest with you, is what I'm getting at. And it's made me want to disinherit people. People that I once loved. Family members. Why do people always act bad at Thanksgiving? I don't know. Christmas, not so much. Thanksgiving? Oh boy, uncle. Uncle always gets a little bit too, how shall we say, uh-oh, I'm going to upset people who like alcohol, a little too drunk. And they'll say things like, 
I always knew mom and dad loved you best. Oh, that's not what a parent wants to hear. But there's a lot of drama. And if should there be drama, one of the things you should consider is disinheriting them. I know you're saying you're harsh. One bad Thanksgiving and you're disinheriting children. Uh, yeah. I think you should love your children equally. And you should treat them uniquely. It's one of my phrases that pays. Consider each child's unique situation and come to an intentional decision about how much you want to give them. And Thanksgiving is a time where you are pretty thankful and kids come back home, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, holidays are a very stressful time. And financially speaking, try not to make it worse. For instance, if you're traveling today, well, is it today, Wednesday? Yep. 55 million Americans are traveling on over Thanksgiving. I don't know how that number works. I don't know what that means to you. I can tell you if you're headed in the mountains, there's snow on the West Coast. You get stuck in a snowstorm and boom, you're like, honey, we're not going to make it. We didn't pack chains and I want a divorce. No, let's get a hotel. Hotels are 200 bucks on the fly, right? Um, getting to the airport. Last second, you're like, oh, no. Why didn't we schedule an Uber or a Lyft? Man, I'm so I'm thankful for Uber and Lyft. It, it's almost not so much that I'm thankful of Uber and Lyft. I just I didn't like cabs. You'd call them the night before and say, hey, can you pick me up? I'm going to the airport at 5 o'clock. And you kind of felt like, yeah, yeah, we'll put that in. And you never knew. So Uber and Lyft says, go to their app and schedule the time that you want to drive there and we'll make sure they're there. And Uber is getting a little obnoxious right now. Like, you have to pay extra for a quiet driver or extra for a really warm car or a really cold car. They're figuring out ways to nickel and dime us is what I'm trying to say. Um, and one of them is is enough room for four family, four, right? It's called Comfort. It's a little bit more expensive. It's a little bit bigger, in theory, than like a, a sedan, like a Toyota Prius or something that you might have been picked up once or twice in, and you're like, good thing I didn't have four people. So Uber's coming up with a $25 one-time play on today, getting to the airport. I kind of like that. Um, Boeing is in the news. The FAA says we are calling the shots on the 737 MAX certification timeline. Okay. They're playing with a new 777 plane, trying to get certification on that. 2020 should, and again, Gonzalo Burger Rise, we're taking action on any stock expansion. 2020, and I'm upsetting 2019. 2020 should be a good year for Boeing. In large part because 2019 was such a bad year for Boeing. From admitting plane crashes were indeed their fault to trying to get the software that, that might have caused, and I, again, I don't know the, the buildup of this, to trying to get that software that might have caused the crashes fixed and recertified. I've seen some stories out, like some flight attendants say they refuse to ever fly on a 737 MAX. Um, and you're like, whoa, what do they know that I don't as far as FAA and getting approval? So Boeing should have a good year. In large part, a lot of people probably looked at their stock this year and go, I got to sell Boeing. I don't know how much liability they have. And they panicked and they sold at lows. 
at the end of the year, when we look around our portfolios, and if you have Apple and you're up $10,000 in Apple and you're down $20,000 in Boeing and you want to take a loss uh, on Boeing, but you want to not pay a lot of taxes on the gains that you have at Apple, consultant work reservoirs, or take the actual stock expansion, then you could do what's called tax loss harvesting and sell Boeing right here, right now at the end of the year. And it offsets the gain that you had in, say, Apple or any other company that you booked and sold profit in. A lot of people are going to be coming back to Boeing just because there was extra selling pressure at the end of the year. Again, I can't tell you how the next 30 days play out, so know that. Uh, Mixed earnings results. Dell, VMware, Autodesk, HP, Deere, Box, Guess. All came out with numbers last night. Taking a look at some... Oh, before I go into the details of the stocks. Um, China. There's, you know, in the final throes of phase one negotiation. Our stock market's hitting an all-time high. China's under a little bit of pressure. Is Trump playing a good game or a bad game? Interesting question. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Black Friday is right around the corner. Toot, toot. Yeah. Beep, beep. So Box continued a streak of double-digit top-line growth in the third quarter. Cloud-based software company delivered a loss per share of a penny, matching expectations. Revenue of $177 million, grew 14% over last year. Eh. I don't know. In the world of tech stocks, how many mid level players do you need to know about box is fine and I get it maybe they're an acquisition down the road for me I want to see earnings and I want to see earnings grow I don't want to see bookings I'm not the kind of guy that has low standards when it comes to stocks I might have low standards when it comes to booze I once drank uh, tequila that had formaldehyde in it called Mekong. I was young. Not very high standards. You should have high standards when it comes to picking stocks, in my opinion, because you work hard for your money. Why speculate? Why say this is the next big thing? Or if you want a trade box, that's fine. If you want to invest it, I don't get it. You see where I'm going at with this? Dell came out with mixed third quarter results saying that weak server demand and shortages of Intel chips used in PCs. What's interesting to note about that is what's bad for Dell is bad for Intel. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Do you want to ruin Thanksgiving dinner and talk stocks versus real estate? Stocks win. Into fight. Now you can go on and talk about dark meat versus white meat. Uh-oh, I just offended someone. Those who love white meat. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Watch where you step. It's Thanksgiving. I'm Rob Black. Then there's no hurry. I'm a patient man, as you discover. Your comments and questions are always welcome. 
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I took a few days off to visit my mother before the holidays. Aging woman. Uh, hit a couple of museums. A lot of people don't realize that the museums in Washington, D.C., the Smithsonian's are free. What an amazing deal. Because there's some really good museums there, to say the least. I went, in, went into one, and the... Security was a little bit more than I was ready for. You take your purse or your backpack and you put it in a cubby. Remember when you were in kindergarten and you had cubbies? Life was much easier then. Before you needed locks and lockers. So you take whatever valuables you have and you put them in a cubby. Then you get on an escalator that is really slow. And it takes you about 50 yards. Yeah maybe 25 yards. My, I'm not a good judge of distance. And then you go to the other side of the cubby and you grab your backpack and you're done. Something's scanning you and there's a lot of cameras scanning you when you're on the um, escalator. Not, not escalator. What's a, an escalator that, that doesn't go up? <laughs> it just goes uh, uh, a flat escalator? I, I, I don't even know what you would call it. But something's scanning you there, and then I think because your bag's in a cubby, the x-ray technology is, is, is super beefed up. It's not going through that horrible airport, put your backpack on the rollers and push forward, take your shoes off. It was actually kind of a pleasant experience going through security. But it did leave me like, holy mackerel, we need this for airports. And it's common. There's a company that does the technology on x-ray scans and I first got to know about the business of bomb detection I guess that is kind of what we're getting down to our weapon detection back after 9-11 and we started really uh, to say the least get kind of aggravated about it there's all sorts of new x-ray techniques that keep coming out on a regular basis. Conventional x-ray machines cannot reliably detect bombs. So we continue to push forward with, you know, um, trying to figure out what you're taking on the plane and trying to figure out what's going underneath the plane. Explosive detection systems for cabin baggage screening have become, you know, available in recent years. Uh, you're going to see more of it. I would tend to tell you, try not to go after a story like that, um, i.e. getting caught up in the airport security story. I'm not a big story stock guy. There's a great story this year called Genovac, and it's tied towards um, Generac. It's tied towards the wildfires in California. CEO comes on CNBC and he's like, we've seen orders up 300% in California because of the wildfires. And now it's kind of a sign of the haves and the have-nots if you have a backup generator. I don't like stories like that. I prefer in my world to look at earnings and revenue and product. 
Um, for me, if you're going to go x-ray screenings, I'd rather you go with something like a Lockheed Martin or a Boeing. Like If you're going to go defense spending big contracts, I'd rather you go much bigger. And again, I'm not say, saying no, because story stocks are great stories until they're not. So that's out there. Happy Black Friday to you. Sad day. I'm thankful I don't own any marijuana stocks. Again, a bit of a story play, right? More countries are opening up marijuana, legalizing it. But the FDA just basically screwed, hurt, punished, um, penalized all cannabis stocks. The FDA issued new guidance on CBD that included a stark warning that it can cause liver injury and other damage to the human body. The warning is the latest blow to the embattled sector, where a lot of companies have developed strategies and plans for cannabis. Um, and the FDA is basically saying not so fast. It's not a good thing when that happens. The FDA said it's cracking down on 15 privately held companies for illegally selling products containing CBD. Since the past last year's Farm Bill, CBD, a cannabis compound that is viewed as non-intoxicating, has existed in kind of what I would refer to as like regulatory limbo. And for the FDA to come out and say it could cause liver damage, and we don't know if, if this is, is something, if we can create a framework that we're comfortable with. Saying things like we may need clinical trials. It just shows you that it's a sticky business. The sticky icky is a tough business to succeed in right now. It's too much of a civil war. Uh-oh, I just upset the South. They lost the Civil War. Kronos is a company that is a CBD uh, play. Aurora Cannabis, Tilroy, Tilroy, T-L-R-Y, Aurora Cannabis, A-C-B, Kronos, C-R-O-N, Canopy Growth, show just horrible numbers. And I come back to, yes, more states are legalizing it, but federal government still has a bone to pick with, you have to play the game our way. You don't mess with the federal government, in my opinion. Ask Lori Lachlan from Better House who tried to buy her daughter into college um, into a prestigious college. And you know what's kind of funny? I don't think USC is all that prestigious. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd be happy if my kid went there, but don't get me wrong, I don't think it's that prestigious. I wouldn't be buying into it. Um, so don't mess with the government. Ask Lori Lachlan or how about Martha Stewart? You know, when the government says, did you benefit from illegal information? They know you. The answer is yes. You better say yes. CBD revenue is small or non-existent in most companies. So it's tough to quantify, but the pure plays like the Charlotte's Web, Cure Leaf, which received an FDA warning letter over its CBD health claims in July. Those are really pure plays that are like right in the uh, target scope, scope, sight lines of the FDA. So I try not to get into civil wars. Brothers fighting brothers. I know. It just keeps my life a little bit easier. I'm totally content, and I say this 
in kind of a funny way, I'm totally content owning a portfolio of blue chip growth names or blue chip value names and then indexes. I don't have to have the cannabis stocks. I get it. I'm tempted by it. Tempted by the fruit of another. Uh-oh, I just upset vegetables. I know, you're saying, why well, aren't vegetables tempting? Well, because they're vegetables. Is that fair? Heavy snow on one end and a bomb cyclone on the other end is threatening Thanksgiving travel. Be safe. Online holiday shoppers have already spent $50 billion for the holidays of holly jolly Christmas. That was one that always upset me. Remember the Christmas specials? And the claymation from, I guess, the 1950s, 60s? Santa Claus is Coming to Town was the one that always, always upset me. I just didn't like it. The animation freaked me out. Holiday shopping Caesars have holiday shopping Caesars don't get Caesar Roman lettuce no good. Um, holiday season shoppers have already spent fifty billion dollars. Sharp discounts expected on Thanksgiving Day. So far, televisions haven't had an average seventeen point five percent price cut. Ooh, that's not bad. Remember, and I, I only do this this time of year. I think Mark Cuban said something, and I think you can. Do Mark Cuban memes or Mark Cuban business statements, and I don't think you'd be—I don't think he's far off in his statements, where he said, "You know, the average American, if you're going to buy a computer or a TV, do it on Black Friday, or do it when there's a great sale." Most people, like I can give you my sister as an example. I stayed with my sister, her husband, and her two kids, and they don't make a lot of money. They make good money. She's a school teacher, and he's a government worker. And they have more than enough what they need, and they, they vacation well, and they don't live in a high they live in a high cost of living area, but not as high cost of living area as us. And I can tell you, they don't have an extra. Like I was, I was asking my sister's husband, I said, "So, what do you think about AirPods?" Or I said, "Like he's a gadget guy." And I'm like, "I see that you don't have AirPods," and he goes, "Yeah, I don't I don't get it. They only last about two years." And I'm not spending two hundred dollars on a, a phone that's eight hundred dollars for sound. Like, I kind of get that. I get the two-year angle. And I'm like, that's a realistic person. Whereas I'm like, I want the new AirPod Pro. You know the AirPod Pros by Apple are sold out through Apple until December 30th? You can't get them in time for the holidays. 250 bucks. I hear nothing but good things about them. But you can get them at Amazon. You can get them other places. You just can't get them through Apple. And Apple has asked their Chinese manufacturer, uh, can we uh, make more of these things as soon as we can? I own shares of Apple. I own shares of companies that make billions of dollars, and then I tend to own indexes around it. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke. Love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm Rob Black. There's only music, so that there's new ringtones. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Stocks have built on their record-setting run today after the release of stronger-than-forecast economic data. Economic data is not the most sexy thing to talk about. I try to do an infotaining show. Sometimes I put my foot in my mouth. Sometimes it tastes like, how shall we say, foot. <laughs> it doesn't taste like chicken. Durable good orders. Economic data rose six-tenths of a percent in October. Economists were expecting for a decline. Durable goods orders are, think of things as big-ticket items. And you typically need someone to go to a factory to make them, put them together. So they're kind of a tell on the economy. Third quarter GDP was revised to show growth of 2.1%, which is fairly Goldilocksian. And it's up from a reading of 1.9%. You kind of want GDP somewhere between 2 and 4%. Now, where GDP is growing at 2.1% in the last 90 days, it's a bit of a problem because we have tax cuts. We have low unemployment. We should be doing better than that. What we don't have, aha, a deal with China. And yet the major stock market averages. So it averages, averages, averages. They've been on fire. Fire! ACDC, right? Over the past month. On that optimism of U.S.-China trade talks. In the last month, the Dow and the S&P, the Dow's up 4.3%, the S&P 500 up 3.9%, the Nasdaq's up 5%. Unbelievable. Black Friday won't save some retail stocks. As to, there's a great poem by the Brothers Grimm, I think. They did the fairy tales. And if you ever read the real fairy tales, they're really, really dark. If you want to scare the bejesus out of your child, read to them fairy tales. Because <laughs> they're pretty dark. And this one is, is, to little girls, this seems to say, never stop upon your way. Never trust a stranger friend, for you do not know how it will end. As you're pretty, so be wise. Wolves may lurk in every guise. Now and then the simple truth. Sweetest tongue has sharpest tooth. There's a lot going on in that. And primarily what I see in that is wolves come in different disguises. And as you're pretty, so be wise. Little Red Riding Hood. Sweetest tongue has sharpest tooth. It's these, these stories, these lessons in life from poetry should give us a pretty good understanding of how to invest. Black Friday is not going to save some retail stocks. And it's grim news. In my opinion, there's some retailers that are doing very, very, very well, and there's some retailers that are stinking up the joint. The key to understanding retail on Black Friday is bifurcation. Big old, big old word, right? How did you do on your SATs? I did really well. I was a good test taker. Learn to take tests is an important skill. Not learn to be smart but learn to take a test. Broadline retailers like Target and Walmart, they're doing well. Apparel-driven retailers like Kohl's, Macy's, and Gap, they're suffering. So Broadline, you can buy a lot of different stuff at Target and Walmart. Apparel, where you go to Kohl's to buy clothes, typically. Macy's clothes, Gap clothes. Yeah, you can buy some knickknacks. Knickknack, whack, give the dog a bone. Uh-oh, a cat just wrote a letter. One cat just wrote a letter to management. Because I gave the dog a bone. Let's not broadcast. Let's narrow cast. Let's do a show for one person. So you don't want to get exasperated. As low productivity malls, 
and Storer's experience outsized pressure. I don't want Gap. I don't want Macy's. I don't want Kohl's. I can make a case for Walmart or Target when there's bad news tied towards them, but not when everything's going well. I like Target when they have a data breach. For be honest with you, I kind of like everything to be slightly weak when I step in. I think one of my flaws as a man was that I typically fell in love with women who needed saving. And then I grew up, if that makes any sense. And as I grew up and fell in love with beautiful women with beautiful minds that weren't problematic with issues from their childhood, I, I, I got better relationships. And every relationship's been better and better, right? Same thing has to go on with you in your head when it comes to investing in stocks. You could look at a gap at a Macy's and Kohl's, but you can't buy. So I feel that malls that Target, not malls at Target, but retail stores inside of malls at Target Women's Apparel, they've seen their customers flee. They've been forced to resort to significant sales to drop, draw shoppers in. I get an email that feels like every day from, who is it? Not Banana Republic. It is Banana Republic. Well, hello, Banana Republic. 50% off. I never have to buy clothes at, at full price. That's why I would never buy Gap stock. Does that make sense? Target's up 88% this year. Home Depot up 27%. Oh, by the way, boom shakalaka. The giraffe is back. Toys R Us is back. Now, they've opened one store. They're going to open 10. And they're going to do it in a relatively small foot um, footprint. They're not making big stores anymore. They're making really, really tight, hot product stores. Think of it as a, a pop-up kiosk store. The things that you want this holiday season. And then it may disappear. But guess who's doing the online fulfillment for ToysRUs.com? Target. So Target's up 88%. Home Depot's up 27%. Walmart's up 27%. Lowe's is up 27%. Costco, up 46%. S&P 500's up 25% this year. So there's one, two, three, four, five. Five tech uh, retail stocks that are beating the snot out of the S&P 500. You throw an Amazon, and I may not need another retail play. That could be my shopping list for the next 10 years. Now, again, I can get cute and go Nordstrom, or I can get cute and go Gap, or I can get cute and go Tiffany's, because Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy has now agreed to buy Tiffany's. Pretty smart uh, purchase by Louis Vuitton, because jewelry is one of the worst things you can buy, and the French Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy, big company in France. Um, they like selling things that we don't need. Luxury items like jewelry. One of the worst things you could buy is jewelry on Black Friday. Or a top-of-the-line computer. Or exercise equipment. Exercise equipment, oddly enough, goes on sale at late December, early January when everyone's making their uh, next year I'm going to lose weight promises. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. I really, really do. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.